What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined, as always, by my outstanding co-hosts. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State Tiger legend. Played second base for them back in the day. He was all swack. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got our NFL Draft Analyst. You can catch all his work at NBC Sports Chicago. You can catch him on the Under Center Podcast. You can catch him on Football Night in Chicago. He's our GM, Glenn Morgan. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing? How was how was week one of the NFL season for you guys? Trash. Yeah. Week one. Um, all of four. I don't think I noticed because I was so happy with what happened to Alabama that I didn't care what happened on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so my weekend was all right. So, so as a, as a Tennessee fan, any whenever whenever Alabama goes down, it's a it's a good day. Whenever Alabama and or Florida go down, it is it is going to be a good weekend. Wow! I'm right, just start off to a good week. End end of a good week. Beginnings of the, the day to follow. Yes, positivity. I hear you. Well, I guess let's let's get right into it. Um, what you want to get into is a new TV show. That's what we're here to talk about, right? <laughs> yeah, the drama <laughs> series called the Chicago Bears. Thirty-eight twenty loss to the Packers <laughs> yesterday. The loss didn't surprise me. Um, it's the way they lost that 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 pissed me off. All right, number one, they clearly weren't ready to play this game. Right. The game plan for this for this uh for this game, I don't I still don't understand. I don't know what they were trying to set up with this screen game. Don't understand that. And maybe it was just because their offensive line couldn't block for anything and they felt that was the only way to get, get to get the ball out. I don't know. Um both sides of the, of the line of scrimmage were dominated by the Packers. And that, that, that was my major concern that I talked to you guys about uh, on our last episode. Uh, you guys tried to talk me off a ledge about the defensive line. They got dominated yesterday. Dominated. And Gakwe got a sack, but it was a covered sack that that uh, just uh, not Justin Fields, uh, Jordan Love had had 10 seconds to throw before Ngakwe got to him. I don't count that. All right. Um watch the tape again. Watch the tape. What 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 did I miss? Please, please tell me. I, I wouldn't say the defensive line dominated. I think they didn't win as much as we would like them to win. But you go back and watch that first quarter, actually the first half, the defense played Really well, except on third down with the secondary, for whatever reason, had some miscoverage. The defensive line, now, when it came to the pass plays, I would agree with you. They were not applying a lot of pressure or getting sacks. I think sacks they were weren't, They weren't applying any pressure. There was no pressure. They but formed I, I, the, the, yeah. the Packers' offensive line was able to form the perfect cup, the cup there were, pocket. There, there were some But Jordan Love, I mean, especially the entire second half. 
there were some pressures. There were some times when Jordan threw off his back foot. There, there was some. There wasn't nearly as much as we would like. There wasn't as much as what Justin was getting, no doubt. But I thought the defensive line, especially when they slanted, they did a real good job in knifing through. And there were a lot of tackle for losses that they had, especially in the first half. Um, I, I thought they did a good job um, in, in making tackles in the open field more so than last. To me, I'll say this. It was a failure, no doubt. Yesterday was a failure. That being said, I saw a much, much more talented team than last year. I, I saw guys fly. I saw Terrell Edmonds make some plays. Where I'm like, holy snap. I'm like, dude, that dude is getting there in a flash. You know, there was one hit he made in, in, in right at the line of scrimmage where a dude went straight back. I was like, oh, it was later in the game, second half. Yeah, I know, I I, like, I, I know what play you're talking about. I saw that play. Yeah. And and the first the first series trying to run laterally on the Bears that's not going to happen. Um, if you zone block and maybe cut back, that might could happen a bit early. But I think the season where wears on progresses, that's not going to happen. But you try to run laterally on the Bears, they're going to get to you. I mean they they flash the ball, and I thought the the rookie cornerback did a good job in in exerting some physicality. I thought that this team played with more physicality than they did last year. Uh, but there were some failures, no doubt. It, it was a failure overall. I can't, I tend to agree with both both of you all. Uh, yeah, watching that game, I show like, man, Ez was saying this last week, and I sure do see what he was saying. Like, I didn't see the pressures. I didn't see it at all either. I did see, and Garfield got the the coverage. Stack, but outside of that, Jordan Love had all day. Now I did see the speed and athleticism, like you said, when they tried to go lateral. Mm-hmm. They were they were getting up to them guys in the backfield mm-hmm. on those mm-hmm. plays. They definitely was there. But like I think that first half, we were a little fooled by Jordan Love missing wide open guys, thinking that our defense was playing well. I think the Packers could have could have easily put the game away earlier than they did because Jordan Love missed some guys that were wide open for touchdowns. Like, crazy. And and it's like, here we go again. Like, said, I've been saying this for 100-plus episodes when we talk about the Bears. How do the opponents always seem to be wide open? But it all comes down to pressure. We don't get right. any pressure. So that, that allows the receivers – to complete their routes, we can't expect the the secondary to cover for that long. And and on top of that, we don't send any. We didn't. Did we blitz at all yesterday? Very little. Like, Very like, little. Like it's 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 just frustrating because it, it all I could think about while watching that game. And I know we're going to eventually. Right now we kind of focus on the defense. Uh, when we're going to get to the offense. But all I can think about while watching that game and watching sports shows today is Colin Cowherd is right. I can give a damn about a defensive head coach, especially wow. when especially when you're trying to develop a quarterback. I can give a damn about it. Um, I was being naive in the past, like, man, but but – only thing I saw that was better now is we got quickness. 
I still saw the same BS that I saw last year when it pertained to our defense. Can it change? It's only week one. It can possibly change. But I, I just uh, – I'm not a – right now, Eva Flutes is not, is not my guy. So well, – check. That's a that's a Hall of Fame coach, and he developed a guy who was barely drafted that's, into that's the greatest cool. quarterback statistically and accomplishment wise in the history of the NFL. Name another that's currently coaching. I was gonna say Bill Parcells. Well, it's, it's not my fault. <laughs> the, 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 I'm just saying the way the league has changed. Uh, that's it, not because defensive head coaches can't coach. I'm fucking missed it. I went through. Sorry about that. You can edit that part now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying they can't coach. I'm maybe it's Eberflus that just to me right now. I'm just. I'm just. It's early. It's early. I, I I reserve the right to change this attitude as the season progresses. But but tonight oh, the, the team wasn't prepared at all. Like it, it, it was just they were prepared. Were they? Yes, they just were prepared wrongly. <laughs> so that's the culture. That, so, yeah, that, what that's is that? on yes. the coaching again. Yeah, no doubt. I'm not, dude. I what I put the I put yesterday's loss 125 percent at the coaching staff's feet, without a doubt. And if you recall some of our earlier conversations, I said as much as people are saying this season is about Justin. I firmly believe that it's more about the coaching staff than it is even about Justin. Because this coaching staff, Poles, said, I got you what you needed. I've got you a lot of what you asked for. Not everything, but I got better than 70% of what you've been asking for. I got you small offensive players to help develop this young guy that I didn't draft. Justin, I got you some defensive players to help fit your system and your hits principle. So now, and so I need you to coach them up. And Getsy, here's your opportunity. You know what your quarterback can and can't do. I got you some more weapons to play with. Figure it out. And so I'm saying on the low-key fashion, Poles is like, look, as much as the fans and the media are saying this is about Justin, this is really my opportunity to observe your ass because I ain't going to let you F me up if you can't develop this guy and you can't coach players that are – you know, veteran players and other players that fit that I drafted to fit your system. Now, the coaching staff gets horrible job, yeah. horrible job, really bad. The defense, I thought, and I don't know if this is more Allen Williams. I don't know if Allen Williams is saying this is more the defensive secondary coach or whatever, but Eddie looked bad. Eddie looked like the Eddie that you've always hated. Oh, my God. I mean, Eddie, Eddie was Eddie was bad, and that one play that, and I, I'll say this: I'll give an A plus to the Bears. My A plus to the Bears was their draft pick of Greg Olson many years ago, because he was the best Bear yesterday. <laughs> he had a really good telecast. I thought he did a phenomenal job, and he that one touchdown or not touchdown, but the one play with a, with a tight end ended up catching the ball off his back feet. That's why he fell down. Otherwise, otherwise that would have been a touchdown. One of the ones you alluded to. He showed that shot where the tight end was in the minutia underneath and then came out. And for whatever, and it looked like it was some type of Eddie was playing single high. And it looked like uh, the rookie Tyreek Stevenson had the wide receiver 
one-on-one. Receiver went underneath. Tyreek followed him, and Eddie was following the guy going underneath. I don't know why, because it wasn't like Tyreek was underneath the guy. Tyreek was over the top of him, so he didn't need over-the-top coverage help for an underneath route like that. And he's following Tyreek and left that whole back right side of the defense wide open. And the only reason why it wasn't a touchdown is because Jordan didn't throw as good a pass and do caught it with his feet going backwards and fell down. But that was all on Eddie, not to mention the first touchdown given up was on Eddie. You can't let a guy cross your face like that, dude. Not mm-hmm. when you're a veteran. If you're, if you're a rookie free safety, maybe that happens in NFL. If you get beat by a veteran receiver, okay, that shit happens. I get it. You've been to a Pro Bowl. You've been in the league for four-plus years. That should never have happened as bad as it happened. At least be there to challenge the pass. Mm-hmm. He couldn't even could, could be better to challenge the pass. And there were some plays. This was, this, talking, the, this was the touchdown pass, right? The, the first touchdown. First touchdown pass, yeah. yeah. And and some of his attempts or lack therefore of and, and supporting the run were pretty bad. You know, and then he finally did support the run and said, damn it, this is why I don't support the run. <laughs> he, he got run over for the most part. He held on only because he's just holding on for dear life. So I don't know how much whose fault that is. Defensive coach Williams and or Eberflus, but I thought the defense played okay. Not great, and th- all the 38 points was not on the defense, in my opinion. Obviously, seven of those points were a pick six. Mm-hmm. One of those points was a pick six, so that's not on the defense. Yeah, I get, I get. Okay, okay. And and I'm I'm saying that some of the other stuff was on the offense, putting the defense in a precarious position. We just got off the field after a long drive, and you fumbled the fucking ball. You know, it, it's it's things like that that are cumulative effect. If you're a defense, I know. but here's the thing. The cumulative effect hits you the most week one because guess what? No one has. No one has that second win like they're normally going to have as the season goes on because guys aren't playing full games in a preseason. They're not even playing half games. They're barely playing quarters these days. So guys get winning early. But that offense, I mean, the, the, the offense was bad, but the, the coaching staff did a, a horrible job and the players did a bad job executing a bad game plan. Stat of the day right here. The Packers, according to PFF, Pro Football Focus, the Packers had 35 pressures on Justin Fields yesterday. Guess how many the Bears had on on Jordan Love? Six. Six. That was my guess. Hitting on the head. I watched the game. I'm like, man, dude. That's a problem. You You can't win. You can't win like that. That's you a sound like the Wiz. Sound like the Wiz right there. You can't win. Uh, you, you, you just can't. Can't, you can't get win. out of the game. And and it's like, of course, we all know I'm I'm on social media. I'm a social media junkie. I watch and I love to talk to people. And like clockwork, oh, Justin is trash. He won't throw the ball downfield. When all last year we heard he can't hit the layups. He he's holding the ball too long. Now this week the pressure's coming. He getting rid of. Now he did miss a few throws downfield that he did have. That when I watched the different videos today on YouTube that showed all twenty two, it was literally like two or three though. It wasn't well, many. Never, not all. Not everyone. It, it was literally like two. Or, it was literally like two or three. It was DJ Moore one time and he checked down, 
And then it, he had Cole Komet over the middle one time, and he checked down. There was there was one pass play that he, he ended up checking down, and he actually I think he completed the pass to mm-hmm. Herbert. It not uh not maybe yeah maybe Herbert may have been Herbert Herbert mm-hmm. and you saw DJ going to square but out. You see, yeah, DJ did the no 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 DJ didn't do a square out. DJ was doing like a corner route. Yeah, uh, he was doing mm-hmm. a corner route. Uh, Claypool was on the field. They they played the replay in in um uh, uh what do you call it just regular speed normal speed. These guys it was like they were jogging downfield, man. It was like no effort being being given in those routes, and it's like, well, yeah, now I see why. You know, Justin is is constantly checking down, man. Clay, uh, Chase Claypool, man, cut him. He's got to go. Cut him. He's got to go. Um, Don't want to be here. Cut him. I think. I think it was uh, Dan. What did I see? Dan Burns. I sent you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, the video earlier today, um, of Claypool. Oh. They had they had a, a cut. In Pittsburgh. No, 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 no. This was this was yesterday. I thought, I thought it was like his stuff that he's been doing since. Oh, Pittsburgh. It was, it no, was this literally was just, just from the yesterday. game yesterday. Oh, just, just from, from yesterday's game. game, where he's he's half assing the entire the entire house game. Whether it's to end the game. Oh, is he gonna go to the house to end it? Yes, he is. <laughs> just by oh, return wow. walk off. <laughs> No way. He'll suck. Justin. Justin. Uh, what's his name? And this is why I don't like looking at fantasy stuff for some reason <laughs> over. Because it goes, it, it just it goes to hell. It's just like the worst karma in the world. Like, like Justin, what's his name? Josh Allen had literally the worst game of his career. He didn't even play this bad as a rookie. He literally cost the team the game. That's Sorry, all people. On this him. is this is what happens when you watch uh, yeah. Monday Night Football during a during a <laughs> recording. <laughs> um, yeah, Claypool, man, he's either whether it was blocking. I mean, he got he. There was one uh, one of the screenplays, one of the many many screen uh, plays that were that were uh, uh, that were run by the Bears. I mean, there was no effort given on the block. He gets blown up. Um, Saw that one. And he, and I think it was Mooney that that uh, caught the pass. Uh, but he gets blown up, and his guy not only uh, uh, knocks Claypool back five yards, but makes the tackle. It, mm-hmm. uh, it was it was an, it was embarrassing for him. And and hopefully uh, he looked at the at the tape today and, and got blasted uh, in the wide receiver room uh, for the effort that he put out because that that that's. That's uncalled for. If he wasn't a second round, I wasn't traded for a second round pick, he'd probably be gone. Yeah. No doubt. Might no as doubt. well cut him. You're not going to resign him. You're not going to resign him. No. Cut I him. wouldn't. Bring back EQ. At least we knew EQ could block. It's true. I mean, you're going to run a million screens, bring in somebody that's going to block. <laughs> Hey, we were, you know, it's funny though. We were talking about the screen game and how I know, you know I, the the Packers, the Packers have always run this perfect screen game. We saw it yesterday, and they did it uh, yesterday. They did it yesterday <laughs> on the uh, the touchdown pass to uh, to Adams. That oh, wasn't not, even uh, I, that was to Aaron, yeah. Jones. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, Jones, Jones, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. That wasn't even my favorite one. Um, which one? Wait, which one was my yours? favorite one? Was when Jordan Love bootlegged 
going outside the- and then turned and jumped through the, the screen yeah. on the other end. <laughs> like, wow. Well, as you bring that game up those things. As you bring that play up, yeah, exactly. Scheme up those plays. It's the the the, the most egregious thing among the many egregious things that happened yesterday was that you literally saw the difference between a person who could call plays and an offensive coordinator who does not know how to call plays. And we saw that with Nagy, where his stuff didn't set anything up. It didn't set anything up for your big play. You just call it. It's like, it's like you're playing Madden. You're just, play, yeah, you just calling plays. Yep. yep. And like, the, the thing with – because here's the thing. Well, let, let's, let's backtrack it for a moment. Uh, the ask at halftime, and the coach was like – whoever the field reporter was, the coach was like, uh, yeah – that's my fault. We need to get Aaron Jones involved more. Comes back after halftime. Run Aaron. Run Aaron. I think he might have run a third time. The next play, or the second to next play, was screen. was a screen thing. But the, the reason why it worked is because you fake handoff to Aaron. The whole defense went one way. But because he bootlegged, people were like, oh, yeah, no. We, we thought it might be a bootleg. <laughs> So then they they looked all the way over Jordan. Meanwhile, Aaron's just they waiting. Up, they said the blockade, up and they got the man. Beautiful, perfect, beautiful, my, exactly my, beautiful. My dumbass. I'm I'm watching the game. I was actually I was uh, my buddy's back in the hospital. Uh, he's got a couple surgeries. He's got to he's got to do. But uh, anyway, I was watching the game with him and and a couple other guys. But uh, they're throwing their, you know, they're, they're doing this screen game. And I saw that the, the Packers came up and they stopped one. And my dumb ass said, oh, they get you setting. He's setting something up. You know, he's trying to he's trying to build towards something here. You know, they're going to they're going to start going down the field. It never happened. Never happened. Never not, happened. Like, no, we didn't. We. And I'm not even going to count this as a play action. That was a boot. Every single time Justin was under center, we handed the ball off. Not one time did we go, did we go play flash. action yeah. to come out and get the ball downfield. Then we ran the boot, and he got hit as soon as he turned around. That was the one time we did it. Like, we, we this week one, we went back to what we were to start last season with trying to prove Justin can be a pocket pastor. Man, fuck all that. Let an athlete be an athlete. Play the, let him do what he does best. And like, but but he does, he can't, he can pass in the pocket. He can, but call better fucking plays. Well, and block. the scheme was, and I will say this: when it comes to just and and this could, and this is just me saying he has to adjust his offensive line. He gets no depth in the pocket. He literally like stops and starts looking, as opposed to, I mean, I I don't know. I'm not a football quarterback. Well, it's not, but it's not like he's not coming but, out of center. He's not coming. Uh, from under center every play though. Most of the time it's a yeah, shotgun, which true. means that in in theory, in theory, he in theory, shouldn't have to in drop theory, that. That's what I'm saying. It, yeah. But that's why I said adjust to your old line. 
So you say he should, he should be a shotgun and then take the seven step drop. Seven, I got you. Seven, that's, that's, Seventeen that's, yards away from lunch, Chris. Maybe, maybe you got a point there. You, you look, you heard me. I didn't say. I didn't say it was. I said adjust to your own line because it just looks like every time he stops, they're right there. It's like get more depth, Justin, please. Just get more depth. I know you, like you say, 17 yards behind the line of scrimmage. <laughs> Your 30-yard pass is only going to be 15. So, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's just bad. And, like, what was Braxton Jones doing? Crazy thing is, he was great when he didn't false start. <laughs> He, but, he was actually he was actually pretty good when he, he had a false start. I think he had a hold. He, he had a holding like, penalty yesterday. The, hey, the holding well, he had, that one holding two. Penalty, the that one, one holding penalty, but that one I felt was, was a save Justin. Call. Yes, <laughs> was a good call yes. on him because Justin yes. was going to get killed. Yes, watching the game, the way the camera angle was, I was like, how the hell did Justin get out of that? <laughs> and then you see the flag and you see it. I say, oh, yeah. he saved <laughs> Justin life right there. Like sometimes you gotta do sometimes it. You gotta do like, that. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes absolutely. you gotta do it. And coaches so will like, tell you, will tell you that, hey. But but the issue we missed Jenkins. We missed Tevin. Oh yeah. I think know. we missed Tevin. Yes, now, no. granted, that don't that don't mean the other side doesn't prevent guys coming. But the pressure really was coming from the from inside, yeah. he couldn't he couldn't push up in the pocket. Well, that's why you got you got Lucas Patrick playing center. That's yeah. yes, yeah. That's, that's the big that's, problem. That's a huge issue. I, I I really wish they were able to find a way to drive uh, John John Michael Schmidt from Minnesota. Uh, that was one of the better centers coming out of the draft. I think I forget who drafted him. I believe he's starting, and it, it makes a difference when you're center. I mean, that's a big reason why we couldn't even convert that. That uh, fourth and inch, fourth and one yard, a third and one yard to turn a third and a half yard, fourth and a half yard, and still couldn't do anything. I mean, that was embarrassing. But Cody well, Whitehair, why, let's go, go make make that point. I'm gonna come back to that. I was gonna talk about as far as the interior pressure. You've got a bad center and Cody Whitehair's hands not healthy, and Nate Davis hasn't really been there. And what I, I was saying before any of these injuries happened was that it's going to take time for that line to develop some cohesion. And that was when everybody was healthy. So with Tevin not being there, like you mentioned, Cody being injured, the center is garbage. Nate Davis, at least attitude seems to be garbage, or at least his his his, uh, his contributions in terms of being there has not been what you would expect someone you're paying the money you're paying them to. So basically you're pinning your hopes on a rookie right tackle and a left tackle who was – Besieged by bull rushers last year. That ain't a good mix, bro. <laughs> For a team that has a whole bunch of first rounders on there. And you look at that the, the Green Bay's defensive front line, it's a lot better than it has been the last couple of years. And the linebackers are good. Oh, they good were, man, they were they were all world. Yeah. It looked like yesterday. And, and we made them look even better, right? So I was just gonna say that that they basically the coaching staff last year was new. Everybody was new with bad talent. This year, it's almost like another new team with good talent, but they're still trying to learn things, and it just doesn't look good right now. But again, I don't think we'll start looking or rounding in the form until around mid-October. Before I, I'm going to come back to that fourth down play, 
but you brought up the Packers defense. They caught all types of flack over the years from from Aaron Rodgers and and you know all of the pundits saying that you know they never they never get Aaron Rodgers a first round uh, pick on the offensive side of the ball. Eight first rounders on the defense. Eight side. first rounders on the defense that are still there. Maybe maybe they got it right. I, 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 the Packers look like a team that was glad that motherfucker was gone. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying they that look, too. They looked like yeah. a team that was glad he was gone. Yeah. Like, and mission by subtraction. I know we'll get into that later, but hey, football gods, I, I always speak on the baseball gods because I'm a baseball guy, but the football gods don't reward you when you're an asshole. And we saw that today. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. <laughs> yeah, both sides, both teams. The fourth they and did, one player they first. Did, they did reward the Jets and all, but not him. The uh the fourth and one play. Why 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 are we going there anyway? I don't have a problem with it because to me it should be a effing gimme in it. And and you're trying to establish something. I it's the first quarter. I it you're 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 near midfield. I you know I, it should have happened because you didn't just have one shot at it. You had two shots at it. It's one fucking yard. And I, for the love of me, can't understand why you would not just do what the fucking Philadelphia Eagles did all last That's... season, especially in the playoffs. And hell, the Super Bowl did about three, four times. Every I mean, every every team in the league should be doing that. Yes. Why, why? And we used to say this with Nagy. Why are we getting cute? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When we have when we have the most explosive quarterback in the NFL, not named Lamar Jackson, and yeah. he's probably more explosive. Yeah. To be you real, could, you could you have so many options with him under center in that situation. You can sneak it, you can bootleg it, and he fuck around, God. go to the house. You can. Give it to a running back. Let him. Tr- you, you can do it. I, I, I got a better. I got, I got a better. I got a better option. Man. Play the field position game and punt the damn ball. Okay. I'm speaking on third down. I'm not oh, even okay, speaking on okay. fourth. I'm not right. even speaking on fourth down. Well, you try. I'm saying you try. You tried it on third down, but you tried it with Fine. Cole Komet. Yeah, right. now, that was that was. Stupid. That's what I'm saying. That was getting stupid. cute, right? Yeah, that was stupid. It's a wasted down. But at that point, pin them back, put the defense on the field, and try to and try to try to get the the, the field position game in your in your uh, uh, in your favor. As you said that is, and you reminded me, it's one thing I wanted to bring up. That seems to be a lost art in football across Overall. the board, mm-hmm. collegiately and professionally. Playing field position, and this is where you would hope or think that a defensive head coach would, at the very That's least, what, stick yes. to for those kind of principles. Yes, and it's just like, dude, you can playing field position is still part of the strategy in football, you know. And I, I thought, I'm digressing quickly here. I thought that the Buffalo Bills were going to do that when early in the first quarter they. I'm like, man, don't go for it. You had a good drive. It's a good defense. The Jets are going against. Just kicked a field goal. It was like fourth and two, and they did that. 
they kicked the field goal. I'm like, all right, you guys are gonna play smart, and then things move from sugar to shit real quick. And then, and Josh Allen just and then Josh Allen happened, right? <laughs> but that's what cost the Chargers the playoff game: not playing field position, not playing smart football. And we saw some of those elements leak into the Bears yesterday as well. And it 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 doesn't make sense at times. But the coaching staff, I'll say it. Said it earlier, say it again. I put this loss at their feet. I'm not absolving the players for not playing better, mm-hmm. but your coaching staff did your, your coaching staff basically expedited your demise that night, yesterday. Because it wasn't like Green Bay played so great. They just looked better because they kept it simple. Yeah. And I'll, I'll make a quick analogy, you know. The Bears, it, this is a big turnaround. There's a lot of players have exchanged. We had more different players in and, and what have you. And we've seen something in college football that is having success. And other college teams are not having the kind of success. We've seen Colorado have X, 86 players, I think it was, 86, 87 players come in. And they're 2-0 and looking like they're going to only get better. And it's not easy because there's so many nuances, so many different things you have to do. Nebraska had 52 puts from players come in, and they're 0-2, and they look worse. Other other teams have had significant changes with their uh, their roster, and they're struggling as well. So it's not an easy thing to do. But part of what that is, your coaching staff, what you're drilling in, what you're practicing, how you focus on the nuances and the fundamentals, and it just seems like a lot of that stuff was lost or not practiced during preseason. And the NFL, unlike college football, actually has a preseason. And we did not take advantage of that. We really didn't. We saw that across the league, though. And you're right. We, we saw, we that, saw across that across the league. the league. That This is one of the one years where I'm like, whoa, this is a problem. Mm-hmm. The, like, <laughs> and it might be for the past two years that I finally started playing fantasy football because I usually don't. So now I'm paying attention to everybody. This week across the board for quarterbacks was pretty fucking bad. Was pretty bad. Like, no, you're right. It's horrible. It, it, it was. It was. That was crazy. Like what you saw from these quarterbacks, and it's all to me stem from the fact that so many of these teams do not play in the preseason, and we were one of those teams. And we went against a, a offense who had their quarterback playing in the preseason. And and it, sh- it kind of showed why they were in rhythm. Yeah, he's got to be one of the few that actually played. Well, I guess Mahomes played all three. Mahomes played some. And there, there were a couple other quarterbacks. And the Chiefs lost, but, you know, you're missing Kelsey, you're missing Chris yeah, Jones. A lot of drops. A lot of drops. From, from – the one guy who was hurt during the preseason and couldn't play. It's all this stuff correlates. Like it's you're right. It is, you know, and so one game, one thing we did see from the coaching staff last year that they did make adjustments. It's just like just like fuck. Why not open the year? like that and it didn't help the opponent that we played well again keep in mind 
this is essentially a new team again. The, the offensive line is basically new. Braxton Jones, the only person that's in the same position that he was last year. Cody's flip-flopped. Our center didn't even play last year, really, but like a few snaps or whatever. Nate wasn't here, and the right tackle is a rookie who obviously wasn't here. Your running back room is different with the exception of Khalil Herbert. Look, and the running backs look good. I don't care what anybody says. The running backs look good. Oh, Rashawn Johnson. Backs look good. Rashawn Johnson going to be all right. That's it. Roll right. jump. The yeah. number two. Maybe oh, the man. one. I don't think he catches well out of the backfield like Herbert. But he run that thing. Oh, my goodness. The, the, the running backs all look good to me. Homer probably looked bad making special teams tackles or whatever. But as far as Herbert, Foreman, and Roshan, that's solid. Um, but that, you know, the wide receivers are basically newish in a lot of ways. I mean, Mooney's the, the most, you know, vetted veteran, uh, veteran here. Claypool is still newish. You know what I mean? And he and wasn't available none during the preseason or practice. Right. right. So it's like that, you know, commit, commit and Mooney. And who who did he look and like who he was got, trust? Who, and who got the bulk of the receptions, the bulk Komet of the Mooney. targets? Right, because it's a trust issue with Justin. Now you go to the defense, that front line, I know Justin Jones is here, but basically that front seven is essentially new, especially in the linebacking crew with the exception of Sanborn. So basically out of your front seven, four to five of those guys are new. And even the guys who were here, what's being asked of them is a little bit different, and they have to adjust to their new teammates. And the secondary, which I thought would be a strength. Me too. Probably look bad to some degree because the they're seven. adjusting front seven and they're adjusting to some other nuances. But on purpose, my, my whole point is is that last year, and I said it earlier, last year it was a new, everything was new, new regime, back old players trying to figure out out with the out with the old and in with the new. This year it's another new new, and it's going to take some time for them to adjust. That's the excuse. But it's a bad excuse because of just how poorly they looked. And it's like, so can you guys actually coach? And I'm telling you, man, it's it, it's it can be it can it can be something that the players you you look at that, they they did a nice shot panning across that 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 bears bench and said these guys are looking a certain kind of way and blah blah blah. You don't want that to be how these guys are looking during practice and during meetings. And all that stuff. And if they, they the coaches said, don't figure this shit out quick, they're going to lose these players. They, it, it, and it's a guy like DJ is well respected. And he's going to be like, man, this is some bullshit. He had that look on his face we, today. This is some so bullshit. We need, y'all know me. I've been saying we've been lacking personality around Chicago in totality. We need a motherfucker on the sideline. Give me the ball. Like, we need that. Yeah. We don't. That's the problem. We don't have personality. It's like people come to Chicago and they're just so nice. That's wow. <laughs> all. Nice. It's all. It's all around too. The the meanest. The meanest people we had was the Bulls, and that's why they won in the nineties. Not the new Bulls. The nineties Bulls. The Joe Kim Noah D Rose Bulls tried to be, but I. But our best player was nice. Derrick Rose was a nice guy. Like you know, it just. Just Chicago sports. We, we're not. We're Derek, not had very... kill, 
Derek was a killer. His injuries. That's no, no, no. He, he, his game did the talking for him. But but sometimes we needed him to to, Say it. to talk. Yeah, to talk about it. You get what I'm saying? It, it his game definitely had that killer in it. But yeah. like sometimes you gotta verbalize that stuff. Like, yeah. and that wasn't his style. It was Joe yeah. Kim Noah who did the talking. But yeah. nobody worried about Joe Kim on the court. The eighties, the eighties <laughs> bears, the 80s bears had personality. They may they maybe had too much personality. <laughs> and that's why they that's why they only won one. Right. Yeah? Yeah, front office. Yeah. The front office and, and, and a mega and, and a mega mighty coach. And ego. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think the players' egos are why they didn't win, man. That, that damn coaching, man. They do. Motherfuckers, man. Well, no, they said. They said everybody, everybody was competing to get to get uh all the commercials and you know the fame and the money that played a lot into it. The motherfuckers came back the next year and they held teams to less points than they did the year before. They fucking set an NFL record. Fucking Dicka all of a sudden is not wearing sweaters. That motherfucker's wearing ties and rebands. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hey. Breaking news. Just for suffered a torn Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Oh, yeah. Robert Sala fears torn Achilles. Yeah, dude. And Rogers. As a sniper. Anytime, anytime you go down like that, sniper, dude. Here's the thing. Because he, he, he a, got up. <laughs> he so was sitting there like he was lost. What's this do for the Jets like, long term now? Uh it. It, you, it you gotta hope he retired. It makes the Dolphins. It makes the Dolphins the favorite to win that division. Oh no, I picked the shit. But I picked the Dolphins to get to the playoffs. I picked the Dolphins. Yeah, it makes it. it, it the Bills sh- should have won this game. It makes the Dolphins a favorite at this point because they put up the offense. They put up. And you know, it'll take a moment for their defense, new defensive coordinator, but they've got all the talent, and that he'll he'll blend them in. Too. He'll blend them in. But uh, Aaron had that calf strain. Aaron had that calf strain, man. And and I think he tweaked something, not on that play. Obviously, the torn Achilles, but the play before where he almost got got chased and he threw it away. Yep. He almost got sacked. I said, man, whoa, boy. I thought thought he went down then. I did too. I actually did too. Yep. Oh, that, that looked weird. So, yeah, that's, that's so he's crazy. done. He's done. That's, that's a year. No, that's, no, no. no. I, I'm talking about he's done. That, you think he you might think he be back done, like, man. Dude, you you can put that leg back in the dirt where he was in the darkness, and I don't think he's gonna come back with a new leg, man. He, yeah, he's that, gonna be 40 years old, man. By the time you try to, a 40 year old coming off an Achilles, he he might be cooked for real. Boy, this this just makes you truly look at like goddamn the Jets. Probably really are cursed. <laughs> Same thing. I was like, man, did Willie Joe, did Joe Willie Davis put something on them when he like, left out? Like, dog, who this was the most anticipated debut all year long. Damn. We have been waiting on this moment across sports. Aaron Rodgers oh. <laughs> to the Jets. Every 
talk show sports show across America is talking about the Jets. The the ES Mike Greenberg, Greenberg. Greeny, I know right. he is sick. Now, granted, yes. he was happy. I just saw Twitter. He's happy they won today. But I know tomorrow is going to be a sad, sad show. It's <laughs> over with. It's over with. They beat. They're going to try to make it seem good because they beat the 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 Bills today. But they beat the Bills last year. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and the Bills, really, the Bills beat themselves. Yeah. Like this is this this couldn't. We sitting here soaking over the Bears, right? I'm Whoa. glad I'm not a Jets fan. Well, man, even with the New wind, York, wait, wait, it's all in New York. I, I'm glad the Giants got their ass beat. <laughs> Daniel Jones ain't, ain't man. People pubbing this dude up, man. He threw 15 touchdowns last year. Well, I enjoyed every bit of the Dallas Cowboys tear his ass up. I enjoyed that to the fullest. Oh, Brian Dayball. Now, granted, Josh Allen might be missing day, but come on, man. And, and you know it was bad on that sack because Floyd, that was a respect sack. That's yeah, you're Aaron Rodgers. I ain't got to wrap you. Rolled right? over, tried to roll him over to, to help to save him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, man. The most benign sack in the world turns into the Achilles rupture. <laughs> Just like, or, or whatever. Here's my, I, pre- I predict. Uh, Rogers is going to be out for the year. They are going to release him. The Jets are, you know, after giving him his, his what does he make this year? He's, he still Six, has set, he's 74 million, right? over two years. Okay. 75 so, over what, two years. 30, so. what's that? 37, 36, 37 million. And uh, he's going to sign with the Vikings. Uh, he's gonna truly be Brett Favre. He's gonna huh? go just like Brett Favre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. I predict. But no, that's that's messed up, man. That's messed up. Dude, they are cursed, bro. Dwayne Testaverde, his Achilles, right? Right when it looked like the Jets might actually be able to do something with um, Keyshawn Johnson and Vinny Testaverde and Bill Parcells, he put his Achilles. He's done. The butt fumble. I mean, it's the most ignominious. Organization I can think of, all these things have just happened to them in a manner that is just so bizarre that you can't even compare it to anything else, dude. This is this is crazy. That that just killed every bit of hype for that game in one possession. That's crazy. Yeah, how's how's Tua? Tua's like, yeah, y'all was worried about me, right? <laughs> and talking about and talking about what this dude gonna do, what Brady did, and what Stafford did, and he ain't even about to do what Russell Wilson did. So speaking of speaking of Tua, man, Tua went off yesterday, man. Uh, Hold on now, this is the same team that let Trevor Lawrence come back in a half and win a playoff game, okay. so. This is a bad. This this is not a good defense. Is my point. The man it's a lot still, of yeah, but the yeah, man still but, threw for four hundred and sixty six yards before, and three tutties. But, but Glenn, Glenn, before before Tua started getting his head banged on the floor, this is what they was doing all last season. 
Are we? Are, am I wrong? They did, with the exception of the Ravens game, they did it against a lot of poo butt teams. When they came here to Chicago, we all agreed that the best looking quarterback on the field that day looked to be yeah, Justin but they, Fields. But they did that to us too. We they they yeah, defense just up, to stop Justin. I said it did it to bad teams. <laughs> we were the epitome <laughs> of a bad team. He had two good games. There were two good teams they did that against. Look, I'm not knocking Tua. I'm not. And I, I he seems like a fine young man, and I'm not rooting against him at all. I believe they have a lot of talent, and they need to take advantage of that. And I think they are a Super Bowl-caliber-oriented team. I'm just not going to go overboard because they did it to a team that's defense. I don't know who the defensive coordinator is, but he should be fired. The coach. He should be fired because he let Trevor Lawrence come back and win. He's a def- he's a defensive-minded coach. Yes, our, our guy. Um, yeah, but I remember he used to be here with the Bears. Linebacker coach. He was? Yeah. Um, he was, yeah. What's his name? Staley? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brendan Staley. Yeah, um, I'd, rather have Deuce, I'd rather have Deuce Staley calling the defense <laughs> than, than Brendan Staley. <laughs> hey, I I'd rather have – I bet you I'd rather have Dawn Staley. I'd rather have Dawn Staley calling the defense <laughs> than Brendan Staley. I mean, and that's no knock to Dawn. She's a fantastic coach. I, th- I think she'd be much better at it, even though her basketball's her her deal, not football. It, it, it you know, it's, it's. I just I don't want it overreaction Monday. Right, let let me see him do that against the Jets, and then I'll be like, okay. Let me see him do that against the Bills, and I'll be like, okay. Let me see him do that against the Ravens again. Let me see him do that against the Browns. Let me see. Let me see him do that against a, a solid, legitimate defense, and then I'll be like, okay. So uh, you know, it, uh, how is their right. offensive line? Miami's, yeah, it's average. It's average. It's average. That's it's all Tyreek need against Sauce. Sauce is getting his ass cooked today. And if he on Tyreek, it's over with. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> if if if, Ty, if Tua has any kind of time, it, it could be. I will say this. I thought in Tua, a lot of times, a lot of times, balls get dropped that should be picked off. He's, he's such a beneficiary of a lot of dropped interceptions. But I will say this. I thought yesterday he got the ball out of his hand a lot quicker. And that helped him get it downfield so these guys aren't having to jump mid-stride to catch a pass. And they could catch it and run or catch it and keep moving. Uh, I thought he did a pretty good job with that. Um, But, yeah, man, I guess, you know, we went all over the place with the NFL and stuff. (laughs) Because I I think we're just – Bears was just – it was such a non-plus. Now, let's say this going forward. It was an interesting first week in the NFL, though. Interesting is a nice word. Uh, they're going down to Tampa Bay Sunday, and that's not going to be an easy game because the heat in Tampa at that time, with the humidity, it's bad like when you come to Chicago in late December, early January. Uh, you can wilt. So you better have a better game plan. And it looks as though Tampa Bay is going to play within itself. So you're going to have to beat them doesn't look like they're going to be beating themselves. You get Baker some time. He definitely got two weapons that are better than everything we got. Let's yes. just be real here. Well, so at least they, they're more, more proven. More proven. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, I'll say that. But, 
You, so that you, wait, Eberflus. Wait, wait, wait. You think Mike Evans would be a, a, the number three receiver here? Hell no. You said better than anything we've got. I mean, I think DJ yeah. is. I think DJ's legitimate talent. I, I think Mike Evans and DJ would be one and one A. I think it'd be like DJ or AJ uh, Brown and Devonta Smith. Is what I think it would be like. Yeah, one would be Mike Evans. My opinion. Well, I look six five. I'm always gonna go to the guy who's just as athletic, who's bigger than the guy who's smaller and athletic, and. You know, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith. You know, I'm, I'm, it's one, one and one A. But yes, AJ Brown is probably the one A. But Devonta Smith ain't no joke. You know, I think I think DJ is better than Chris Goodwin. I'm not in a slot. Yeah, but I think I give, I give you that. I'll give you that. But they're they're uh, you know together they're more accomplished than anything we have. They're more accomplished than we ever had in the history of, of the Bears football as a receiver position, to be quite honest with you. Are you Harlan Hill? Uh, Dude, there's literally not one Bear wide receiver. There's Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall, yeah. Okay, Brandon Marshall, Mike Evans. Mike Evans is kind of the same guy. I think Brandon Marshall uh, makes it. I think Brandon Marshall makes it look more theatrical. Duo Curtis Conway Jeff Graham. That's the bear fan in you finding someone who had a one good. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Curtis Conway. I'm trying, like, man. I'm trying. I, I, clearly, you try really hard. Curtis Conway was homesick for like the first four seasons here as a bear. Stop. <laughs> um, and I'm Marcus, not even joking. Marcus Robinson. Uh, he had he had a he had a 15 yard receiving year. 1,500. 1,500, yeah. Right. I and said 15 Kevin, yards. <laughs> and, Kevin, and Kevin Cross to be the wide receiver. What was the dude that looked like Kevin Cross? Who's the other? Marty Booker. Marty otherwise, Booker. Known, <laughs> otherwise known as Kevin Cross. <laughs> A.K.A. Kevin Cross. Marty Marty had two good years. Yes, the fact that you're saying they had one and two good years and Mike Evans literally is on a Hall of Fame pace. <laughs> Never had a year. Yeah, uh, that's a problem. That's, that's, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, we're the oldest franchise. That's I think the I think I, the Bears I think the Bears are in trouble on Sunday. Yes, I, yes. I'm I, looking. I'm looking. Oh and two. What? Who sees? Is week three? Is that Kansas City? Yeah. yeah. It's oh and three. You you better win in Tampa, or it's going to be oh and three, and fans are going to be like, just what the hell? And look, man. I think we I, I, call, I don't think we do. So who? I, don't I think, think the Bears beat Tampa. Tampa. I don't think we do. I think we do. I don't know. Okay. Man. All right. I I I I I I'll raise you one. I didn't need you to explain to me. So so you think we'll win because what did you exactly see this past week that would lead you believe that we're going to win on the road? Well, well, the reason I say I think we win because we know the Vikings defense is terrible and the and the Bucks did not look great offensively versus the Vikings. So I think we'll we'll be okay like the vikings defense is trash and we know that their defense is trash their bad defense is against i'm sorry do we have a good offense right who us no 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 i didn't i'm saying the vikings defense is terrible right 
And so and and, and the Bay, Bucks and the Bucks didn't and Baker did not look great versus that defense. I I think the the Bucks the Vikings and the Bears defense are damn near equal. So I think we got a good chance versus them. I think they're de- here here. here I don't say it. I'm not saying I'm right, and I'm not even gonna say I, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm thinking I'm not even gonna say that. More times than not, what I've seen is that teams with consistency and continuity have a better than sixty percent chance of winning in the NFL. Tampa Bay is missing a quarterback, which is a key position. I get it, but it's damn near the same fucking team, and the coach has been there since they won the Super Bowl. There's a lot of continuity on that team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And their defense can force turnovers, and we have been turnover prone, especially Justin, and we've seen turnovers be turned into points. That puts pressure right back on an offense that is struggling, right back onto a defense that can take advantage of those struggles. And with a defensive-minded head coach and with Baker being your quarterback, you may not look explosive because you're, you're, you're rounding into form with them but you can be more conservative because you don't have to extend yourself because you're not as worried about that offense. And you're at home, and they're on the roll, and they're coming off of a loss trying to figure things out, and you're coming off of a win. I'm talking about the state of mind because the Bears didn't just lose yesterday. They lost psychologically yesterday. They were so primed to beat this particular team coming in the defense, talked a whole bunch of shit, Everybody's like blah 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 blah. I'm not, everybody, I'm talking about not the fans. The fans added to it, obviously. But I'm talking about the team. We this, we that. Here we are. Justin, Justin Jones. Justin Jones in particular. Not on by the way, sheet at all. Did did not show up on the stat sheet. Zero. Zero zero in your hearts and zero in the sheets. I mean, it's that 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 was a that was like we lose to the Washington Commanders, or we lose to the to the Seattle Seahawks yesterday, it's not nearly as psychologically devastating as losing to the Green Bay Packers without Aaron Rodgers because the talk has been all along Aaron Rodgers was the difference maker. And what we've seen is, and it's not just Aaron Rodgers, because Aaron Rodgers didn't play back in 1992. So organizational. And what, just, and what, yes, it's organizational. And yesterday was like, uh, no, it ain't Aaron Rodgers. It's you. Yep. I mean, they just own us. Just like yep. cleaning the own Joe Burrow. Sometimes you accept it. It has nothing to do with Brett Favre for Aaron Rodgers. It has everything to do with yeah. Green Bay. Right, but that's the, here's the difference. Nah, yeah, I'm just talking shit. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, you know, at least the Beagles be like, hey, well, at least we can beat the Ravens and we can beat the Steelers and we can go to the playoffs. We have yeah. nothing. We literally have nothing to hang our hat on because we were hanging on things being, you know, I don't use the words culturally, but things being significantly different within, you know, the clubhouse, within the organization, and that would show itself on the field. Here's a new day. We got all these new shiny toys, and then we just lay a big old fat egg. And now you got to go on the road, which sometimes that can help because you can focus better. In this case, I, I, I don't know if they – I think they should be shell – I think we're going to see a shell shock team Sunday. It's, it's going to take them a while. It's too early for that, man. It should be too early, but I'm saying that loss to that I'm, team I'm, – I'm, I agree with you. 
I, oh. I think you're right. I'm just saying it's only yeah. the two. I, man, they I shell it. shocked, man. Even flutes is a problem. Yeah, it's, it's only I, the I two. Don't, I don't think, well, I'm not saying they're going to stay shell shocked all year. I think it's going to take them a bit to get out of this funk. It's going to take, I don't know, I think the bye week's not until real late in the season. Week but, 13. Yeah, so what's the, yeah. Yeah. What so what they, What's going to get you out of that funk? But nobody else is coming. I don't know. Because Kansas City is not, Kansas City already has a loss. So they know definitely going to try and go one and two. And Chris Jones just resigned. And Chris Jones just resigned. And Kelsey will probably be healthy by that time. Um, uh, here's here's your wait wait, wait 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 let's just go down the, the schedule just for right now. Okay. The next few games here, you got you at Tampa, mm-hmm. you're at Kansas City, national televised game. Oh my God, forty two to three. That's a national televised game. Yeah, that's a that's the Fox three twenty five game. Oh, that okay. prime time. But that's still still a national game. Though. Yeah, at least everybody's gonna be everybody everybody's gonna be watching. This is you still have out. you still have regional action that got well a couple yeah a couple couple of markets won't see it but the majority of the country yeah. is going to yeah. be on Kansas City uh, Chicago uh, the Broncos come to town that's not an easy uh, uh, task there <laughs> okay that's, that's gotta be your, that's gotta be your first win it should so, be you go to Washington Washington ain't no punk no that should be your second win. The Vikings come to town. Three and three. And then the Raiders come to town. Four and three. That's the most positive. He's not saying that that's what's going to happen. He's saying that that's positively thinking that's what it could be. Yes, that's your best case scenario and where you can see the Bears working their way through it because by week seven or eight, you're in October, which is why I'm saying you're going to see a better team overall. You're gonna see them play better. Uh, at least they should be because it's gonna it's gonna take time to get acclimated, and that's part of the acclimation process. And starting zero and three, your backs are against the wall. It's you against the world. You dig down deeper, and you find you start winning the little battles. The little battles is no penalties or very little well, penalties. I'm saying you start winning the little battles because here's the thing: we're supposed to be you know all this, all that. You gotta start winning the little battles. You know it's. Justin, here, here's here, here's a notion. Throw a goddamn slant pass. Can we throw a fucking slant pass? We threw one. I mean, what the hell, dude? It's supposed to be like some version of West Coast offense. I ain't never seen West Coast offense that didn't throw a preponderance of slant <laughs> that was, passes. That's the entire offense. That's the entire offense. We threw one. That's what that's what Bill Walsh built. Oh my god! You got the big receivers to do it. It was all slants. GJ's what six foot six foot one. Six foot one ninety something. Claypool is six three six four. Equinemius has got size. You trying to you you want Claypool to catch the ball behind the line of scrimmage and run upfield? Yeah, they just get underutilized. You got Tanya. Tanya can run a slant. You, I mean, you got you got running backs that can do exactly what Aaron Jones did. Do a little Texas route in the middle of the field. Catch By the, the way, field. yeah. Then we then we paid a tight end fifty million dollars this year. I will say this. I was just about to touch on that. Cole has to go Jimmy Graham and box out that fucking DB. The one that he allowed the DB to, like, dude, you have to box him out. Like, you're bigger than him. 
You're not a receiver trying to like, dude, use your body. Like, uh, I, I thought we had a quarterback who had a big arm who throws a great deep ball. Can we let him throw one even if he doesn't complete it? Let him overthrow throw the, it. That's, overthrow that's the, my you, thing. We've got a track team. You got a whole bunch of guys who run four four and or sub four four. Go deep. Make the defense I, think that you might go go deep at some point. Shit, shit, go deep every quarter. Once every quarter. If you connect one of the times, that's gonna put the fear of thought, not God, but the fear of thought in other people's minds. Like, oh <laughs> shit, he's going deep again. I heard Dave watch that today. He was on uh on football night and he said Mm-hmm. Two times, two times a half. Two times a half. Two times a half. We didn't do it at throw all. The ball, throw the ball in the outfit. Just see what happens. It. The deepest ball went for a touchdown. To Mooney, he can throw the, and that wasn't an easy pass because he had pressure right on him. He couldn't even step all the way into that pass. He, that was like an arm. He, that was more, more, mainly arm, and and he had a nice little trajectory on it, and it was. Good pass in the corner of the end zone. Once again. And then nothing. Crickets. Once and again, run. they they want to show us what they improved. Because we know he can throw the deep ball. We know he can run. Everything last year was about the fact that he couldn't hit the layups. So let's let's make a game plan where he hit all the layups and get our ass beat in the process. <laughs> That's You're right. I mean, to, to your point, as I'm watching the game, I'm like, that got drilled in his head so much. Yep. That he missed he missed uh DJ like that one time we talked about earlier, and he missed Cole another time you guys said as well. It's like it's it's drilled in his head so much that he's he's still thinking when he's out there. Yeah. And I he look, he went he started off five for five. I'm like, man, dude, he's looking good. I'm like, I don't what's the problem here. And then it just got worse. And then it just got to where lack of trust, lack, lack of faith, back to running for my life and I getting open like they could get open and Justin hold, hold on to the ball and then Justin trying to force shit. And then it just, it would just, it just like a snowball from hell. Well, once again, I said it earlier, at least we're not New York. Yep. Yes. Or Giants, yeah, yeah Giants, more Giants, more Giants, man. That the Jets, the Jets got a defense that they could actually. Jets won today. Yeah, they won. They, they can, they can do something. Despite all the adversity, they won. It's going, it's going to be a battle, uphill climb for them, but they, they can do something. And let's move on. Up. I'm sorry, I was going to say oh, this because because it's messed up. Because the funny thing is, their fallback is a number two pick at the draft two years ago. <laughs> That's what yeah. they hate. Yeah. It's not it's not like you fell back to no talent. Not like you fell back to like some cast off, some guy you picked up, you know, who was never drafted, or just some dude from like, you know, New Mexico State A and T. The number two pick in the fucking draft is your fallback. You should still who and you were seventy four with them last year. Yeah. So you would hope that you could at least be that going. And he's and he's gotta he's gotta be thinking, hey, this is this is my second chance. Yeah. This is a chance to make money. Hey, and Brees yep. Hall is healthy. So and you got yep. cooked. So there you go. Yep. As we want to college real quick, just in the in the uh sake of time here, we're gonna talk about some Colorado, but hey, they 
They won again. No shock there <laughs> to Nebraska. Nebraska's bad, man. Nebraska's defense did a really good job. Early, 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 early on. Yeah. Well, you can only do it for so long. And I give the brother who's a who's a defensive coordinator kudos because they was in Colorado shit. Like they they were blitzing up the middle. Uh they were doing things to make Shadur think more than he did the week before, hold on to the ball longer than he did before. They would stop. They proved that Colorado, you need to bring somebody a little bit better than five, eight, 185 pound back because they are not going to stop anybody in, in pass pro. <laughs> and they're not going to get a yard if you need to get two. They're not going to get those no, yards. No. At the, if they're not. So if there's any weakness I see with Colorado, is your running game and your ability to. Hold the edge at times. They did better run stopping, but sometimes they don't hold the edge, and the teams get off tackle, and then they can they can really gash them sometimes. But yeah, yeah. Nebraska was driving, but they would yeah. turn it over. They turn over yeah. single yeah. time, every single time. I'm shocked. Who's that quarterback? Sims. Sims. Yeah. Jordan brother Sims. Man. Number, I think number seven. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I just called him Brother Man. Which by the way, wait, why is that number not retired? What was he wearing? Uh. Tommy he's wearing, no, he's wearing seven. Couch. Tommy, Ross. Tommy, it was Tommy 16 Ross. or seven? Ross. No, uh, Tommy Frazier was 15. 15. Yeah. yeah. No, they unretired it. They said, man, get your punk ass coach out of here. <laughs> well, take your number. Two where you go. This is saying, he won, won a national championship. That's all I'm saying. Take that down off the rafters. All I'm saying. Not the rafters, but you off, off the brick tower. Or so Colorado's up. Uh, from 22 to 17 now in the ranking. So they're steadily moving up. They got Colorado State next week and then the, the two tests with Oregon uh, and, and USC. Uh, Colorado State's going to be a bit of a test. Not because Colorado State's such a dominant team, but it's another it's rival rivalry. A, a different kind of rock, kind of like Iowa, Iowa State. Iowa's always the better team, but it'd be damned if Iowa State doesn't somehow always be that fly in the ointment. Yeah, and yeah. Colorado, Colorado State has a bit of that feel because they don't know Colorado State. There may be a little bit of overconfidence because they dealt with one robber. They may not look at Colorado State the same way, and sometimes that that overconfidence you you open the door to your own uh, pride before the fall, fall before the pride. However, that saying goes. But I will say this about Shadur Sanders. Um, I don't know who his quarterback coaches have been. I don't know how much Dion tutored him in the manners and the nuances of quarterbacking. Right now in college football, there is not a better foot placement, fundamentally place placing of his feet and, and his mechanics than Shadur. His mechanics are pro level. Well, you know who he worked. He worked out with Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah I get yeah. that. And that I'm sure that helped a lot, but a lot of that stuff was it was there. Tom can refine some things, but a lot of that stuff you can tell. So I'm like, dude, like even when he's under pressure, his his ability to get his feet and his base to deliver a good pass and his arm angle and how he delivers a pass is so consistent. Even when he's on the move, he, he's not gonna have a problem whatever NFL team he goes to. He'll fit any system. He he will be a boon to whatever NFL team takes him. And you know he's gotten bigger too. Yeah. He yeah, he 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 bulked up a little bit during this offseason. 
Well, he said it. He he said it in a press conference. He's like, hey, man, that working out, I, he said, I could tell in the game there was a couple of times where that working out made a difference in me not getting sacked or me being able to, to yeah, stay, yeah. stay the course. So the so fact that he articulated that means he's going to continue with that. Yeah, he will be playing on Sunday. Oh, that, no doubt. Right now, happening. right now to me, he's only the third quarterback because everyone's in love with Drake May because of whatever, whatever. I won't get into that. But I think should I think should do all, all the quarterbacks. He's he, he's the most fundamentally sound. He he will fit any system. Caleb Williams, he's a talent, but man, I. I him, it, that dude throws off his back heel so many times. He he gets away NFL. with it now, bro. NFL, that's that ain't going to work, work in work NFL. Yeah. Even Mahomes, NFL. even Mahomes had to clean that shit up. The big reason why he probably didn't play his rookie year a lot. You, you need to clean that up, son, because that's that's not going to fly here. Uh, Brock Ewer, or not Brock, what's his name? The Texas quarterback to beat Alabama? Yours. Yeah, I forget his first name. Um, I won't call him Brock, but it's not Brock, but yeah, yours. He was his foot placement was god awful early on, and when once he started putting his feet underneath him and making those passes, that's when that team did a lot better. So you can see where it makes a difference, man. But there's some talented quarterbacks coming out this year. But I, I'd say Shadur, he should be no worse than the third quarterback taken. Alabama, Texas, you just brought that up. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Bama losing this this early. Ooh, well, it, it it's cracks, bro, and the cracks were there last year. Uh, they could have should have lost this game last year. To be quite honest with you, yeah. uh, at, in Austin, Ewers got injured, and Bryce Young did what a first round pick does. He he played and kept his team in it, and he won the game enough. And I think he got dinged up a little bit in that game. And the quarterback that actually played yesterday, or not yesterday, but played. Uh, in the last game for Alabama, Mil Milrose or something along those lines, he came in and looked, you know, didn't look like he wasn't ready for the big time last year. But they, 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 they did enough to win that game. That dude is an athlete playing quarterback, and the difference is that prior to the NIL and the portal, and maybe in the last five years prior to that, five years hence, or prior to I should say, Saban was very good at winning with everything being good talent-wise and the quarterback being just good enough. Like, if you look at it, basically during Saban's era at Alabama, his best quarterback, Tua Tagovailoa. Tua. Jalen is not the same Jalen that we see in the pros. He wasn't that Jalen at, at, at Alabama. He wasn't. He was he was, he was was close to that, at that Jalen at Oklahoma where he learned how to pass a little bit better. He was looking like the dude that's at Texas or at Alabama right now. Maybe that little bit less carefree with the ball. But he was an athlete playing football. All the other quarterbacks that won national championships at Alabama they were not pro level quarterbacks, but they did just enough to win because all the talent. Even Mac Jones was a beneficiary of an obscene amount of first round talent. And the fact that the guy wins the Heisman and he's the wide receiver and he's not the only person you're throwing to. To let you know that you're winning because of the obscene yeah. amount of talent. So I think you're seeing the cracks here. I think Nick Saban's arrogance, his age is is like I'm this. This is what I'm not going to do. This. I'm not. I'm not going to depend on the portal. So 
you didn't like your two quarterbacks during spring training or spring football. And so your offensive coordinator came from Notre Dame. You convinced him or he convinced you to go into the portal to get his old quarterback because, you know, this guy should be a better quarterback and understands my system. He comes to Alabama, and apparently he didn't make enough of an impression. So you go back to one of the guys who you weren't happy with to begin with. And that's your answer to going forward? Hell yeah, they're going to lose this game. And they're probably going to lose three games this year. They have the potential to lose their three games. Because unless they can keep it simple enough to where they don't lose through making their own mistakes, they're, they got a tough they – they can lose to Ole Miss. They can lose to Auburn. They could lose to LSU. They could lose to Tennessee. This don't look like the same Alabama that we've seen. Well, no, because it's a thing called a transfer portal. Yeah. And you look, look at look how many quarterbacks shifted who are good quarterbacks. Quarterback like the quarterback at NC State left, and now he's a quarterback at Kentucky. The quarterback that was at Wake Forest had like what I think he's like Wake Forest is like all time leading passer leaves Wake Forest when he's having all success and goes to Notre Dame. You know, these guys are moving around to better the situation. The guy from Oklahoma State was really good. Oklahoma State leaves, and he's the backup at Ole Miss. I, who chooses Why would he do to do that? that? I don't know. But somehow he got convinced to do that. Sanders left Oklahoma the, State. You bring it on me. I know we're getting way off topic. Oklahoma State has financial backing has facilities, they're in a Power 5 conference, why can't they get over the hump? Oklahoma. What, what's, what's, what's remain consistent? But still, though, I mean, it's not like, it's I, not like, it's not like your resources are, are less what, than Oklahoma's, though. No, I, I agree uh, with you. What, 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 what's remained consistent at Oklahoma State? What's the one constant? To answer your question, what's been the one oh, constant? You're talking about uh, Mike Lundy? Mike Gundy? No. Yeah, Lundy. When you're a college head coach, you're the CEO, you're all. You're basically God in a lot of ways. Small G, small G, G-A-W-D. I don't want to offend anybody. Um, but basically, you're, you're, the, you're the bee's knees. It ends, begins, begins, and ends with you. So if for 20-plus years you can't get over the hump, I think the eyeballs have to come your way. You can't just say I'm a little brother all the time. Because you've been better in Oklahoma a lot of those times. You fuck around and lose to West Virginia. You mess around oh. and lose to you know Texas Tech. I mean, never TCU. TCU went to the finals. Never really Oklahoma State. I'm oh, sorry. I was going to say I never really understood that. Yeah, it's not, well, like, it's not like they don't have they don't have what they need. Dude, and putting NFL talent out there almost as better than some some big teams, Big Ten teams. So that portal is something that Saban has invested has not invested in, and it's catching up to him in the NIL. Look, man, you 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 ain't the, you everybody you're getting a lot of top talent, dude. But Texas A and M has out recruited them. I think somebody else out George has been out recruiting. I mean, by out recruiting, I mean they're not number one. They're still like top ten. They're not mm. number one. Texas has had been like a top fifteen program, but Sarkeesian is finally putting some stuff together. Here's the other thing: not only are you losing out on some talent, but your coaches are leaving. These are former coaches. 
Yeah, you can't keep replacing good coaches with with good coaches. There's not that many good coaches out there, dude. And even if you even if there are, it's gonna take them some time. So so yeah, man, Alabama. Look, dude, I said it before the season began. I but I don't, and I'm I'm Mr. SC. I love the SEC. I'm I'm I born in Big Ten country, but I'm I'm an expatriate. I'm an SEC guy. I don't believe the SEC is. I don't know if that's a team that's going to go to the Final Four in the SEC, from the SEC this year. I really don't know if that's going to happen. Florida State looks legit. Yep. Washington, nobody's giving respect to, and they've been kicking the shit out of people, and they've played some decent teams. Not like they're just playing Cuba teams. There's at least two to three Big Ten teams that have a shot at it. And if Texas, after this win, gets better, Georgia, quarterback issues. In my opinion, now he may get better season wears on, but now's a good time to catch Georgia, but they got an easy schedule. Tennessee, I, I you know, I like Joe Milton, but I don't trust Joe Milton just yet. LSU, you've got Molly Wap. Mm-hmm. Who else from the SEC are you feeling like just they can be a final four team? Uh, Florida, that dude's about to get fired. <laughs> so I'm just saying, man. So it, it makes a difference. College football, if you don't have a legitimate quarterback, nowadays you run the risk of not being championship relevant. You gotta have a guy, a quarterback. Before you can get away with it. For a lot of years, you can get away with it. Miami got away with it with years for years. Gina Toretta. Average, uh, the guy who's the offensive coordinator now for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I can't remember his name. He was a quarterback. Everybody else was really good around him. L, uh, Ken Dorsey. Uh, US, Ken Dorsey, thank you. USC got away. Liner proved out to be garbage, but everybody around him was great. Again, you know, it's, it's like, you know. Nah, Liner, Liner was looking good, and then he ran into that Bears defense. and Nah, he was looking okay. Yeah, that that shell shock. <laughs> yeah. I got so, a I got a question for you. Um, the SEC is it is it really the 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 top conference out there? This year, it may be the first year where you have to legitimately say I don't think they are. I, I think this year you can. Here, here's a crazy thing: you can look to the Pac-12. And you can look to the Big Ten. Because here, here, here are the two teams nobody's talking about. And it, Colorado has is a, probably a big reason why no one's even, even more of a reason why people aren't talking about them. Nobody's talking about Washington, like I mentioned earlier. I, I think I know another. They're, they're, the people who talk about Washington are people who follow college football like for real, for real. I guess you know, the other one. By all means. Penn State. No, no, no. Pac-12. Oh, Pac-12 Pac- team. Oh, another Pac-12 team. Right. Oregon State. Exactly. What nobody, and I'm talking about nobody, I mean, even Pac-12 teams, nobody wants to deal with Oregon State because their number one quarterback is over there too. That's what makes them more dangerous. But that defense had them ranked even if Ugalale wasn't there. Even if Daniel wasn't there, that defense had them ranked as top 25, top 30 type team. With him there, they are 
a team that you do not you don't want them to keep getting these wins now and get better. And then you got Washington. And we'll see what happens to Washington State. Did they just beat Wisconsin? Yeah. Yeah. And Washington State's not even really considered a really good team. And Cal was given Auburn. That's all what, I, I, I watched. I watched all of the Cal Auburn. Well, I was flipping back and forth between uh, Cal Auburn and uh, USC Stanford, and yeah. Cal should have won that football game against exactly. Auburn. They exactly. should have won it. And I didn't at the at the time they 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 played a stat on there at the time. The Pac-12 was seventeen and zero up until that oh, loss against against non conference, and they had some. Tougher non-conference games than right. what the SEC has had. Right. They right. really have. Right. So so the Pac-12, it's a shame. <laughs> the they're breaking up. Yeah. They're breaking up. Yeah. This is the best they've been in like 30 years, maybe 40 years. I mean, they're really yeah. deep. And Oregon, I, Oregon I, came back and won the game. I definitely think the Big Ten, outside of the the the, the top teams in, in the Big Ten, they're frauds, in my, in my opinion. Well, Minnesota needs an offense. Iowa, the jury's out. Penn State is legit. I think they're a dark yeah, horse to be a Final Four team. Uh, Michigan is Michigan. legit. Well, I got a bone to pick with Michigan. They did win. They won 35-7 against, uh, against UNLV. I gave UNLV the 35 points. You <laughs> Michigan is 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 just driving down the field on them. It gets to thirty five nothing. They put the second team in both offense and defense, man. And won't you know it? UNLV's second team was better than Michigan's second team, and they put seven points on the board. Messed up my damn parlay. <laughs> so I got a bone to pick with number two Michigan. They wanted it more. The second man. unit wanted it more. <laughs> I was like, you got to be kidding me. But uh, but no, outside outside Ohio uh, Ohio State, obviously Michigan, Penn State, Iowa, mm. and then but, well, well, but here's and another. My, like, was, uh, I watched a little bit of the Iowa Iowa, Iowa State game, the the Seahawks game, rivalry game. I give you that. Right. So it, it was closer than it should have been. And uh, Maryland, mm. it just has the misfortune of being in the same side of the division with Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio, Michigan, and Ohio, and, State. And Ohio State. Yeah. So, well, I yeah, still haven't looked that great either. They haven't because they got quarterback issues again. Well, not to, if they had better quarterback situation, they'd probably be a much more staunch top three, top fourteen. So, and here, here's here's the one team. Here's the one team nobody else is really talking about that that can be the fly in the ointment when it comes to the final four. And they've been kicking the oh out of teams, and they don't normally do that early on. Notre Dame, Notre Dame's look really good. Tennessee State gave them a, a nice half a quarter. Half a quarter. <laughs> half a quarter. I mean, Grambling did that to was... LSU. <laughs> First quarter score yeah, was 14 yeah. 10. Yeah. yeah. And then 72 10. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was very proud of Tennessee State against Notre Dame, though, in the first quarter. And then it, it got a little bit out of hand. Next thing I know, I, I, I had it on in the background. And next thing you know, like I looked up. I swear it had only been like five minutes. It was 35, 35-3 at that point. And I was like, wow, that, that was quick. So, yeah. So, Grambling had 10, 14. I said, oh, what's the name of the coach at LSU? Uh, Brian Kelly. Brian, I said, oh, he, he trying to get fired today. 
<laughs> Ain't no goddamn way. Hey, what is he doing here? He trying to he's trying to get sent home today. <laughs> and then they turned it up on us. Well, speaking of uh coaches getting sent home, uh Michigan State is uh in a little pickle here. Uh Mel Tucker, who just signed uh what was it, two years ago, signed a 10-year, 95 million dollar contract, um, has been suspended. It's not fired. It's not suspended. fired yet, but I mean, basically, it's coming. It's yeah. <laughs> um, did, he, did, he, did he pull his PB Herman literally and figuratively? So here's what happened. Uh, they brought in um, a woman who was a she was a a, a rape victim, all right, a past rape victim, and uh, her mission now is to uh, um, educate student athletes on uh the dangers of, of sexual misconduct sexual uh assault, sexual violence that sort of thing all right i guess she was uh when she was in college she was raped by uh by an athlete all right so i guess this was he he brought her in two years ago and they formed a friendship well everything was going fine and then um she says that uh, during a phone call, uh, let me find it here. Uh, during a phone call on April 28th, 2022, um, Tracy uh, sat frozen for several minutes while Tucker made sexual comments about her and masturbated. His violation, she she said, opened 25-year-old wounds from her rape by four men, two Oregon State University football players. I didn't realize that. Uh, and a junior college uh, player and a high school recruit. Damn. So she filed a complaint with the Title IX office at Michigan State. And so now um, it's under investigation, but he's been suspended without pay. Um he has denied these allegations. He says that uh, that they did have a relationship, and that everything um, everything that did take place was consensual. That's that's his uh, uh, his statement right now. Uh, Mr. Basically, Tucker, what exactly took place? Yeah, I, I I did, but hey, but she knew she knew what was going on. I that's that's unbelievable, man. That's such a bad argument. Dude, that that's insane, and that, that just like just on general principle alone, you should probably not try to have a relationship with the woman in his position for the reason why he brought her in, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not. It's it's it sounds crappy to have to say that, but it's like. You, you, there are a lot of women in the world, and I'm not saying she's damaged goods, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you, 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 you're here in a situation where you, what you do could be misconstrued very easily, right? Because you're taking advantage of your access to her, 
you're taking advantage of, you know, a person who may have some vulnerability. You know, you just you, you just gotta you just gotta ask yourself, is it and then even if you do have a relationship with this person, that's something that, you know, you gotta be like Fabergé A, you gotta be very mindful and careful and it's gotta be something that you you move with the, all the delicacy in the world because of your environment. I mean, if you were a CEO of a bank, it's different than if you're a coach because she was her, her trauma is from your world, your world of football. And like she just said, you open up 25 years. I mean, I, the fact that she's strong enough to put herself back in, those kind of environments to try and do good from the pain that she's gone through, had to endure. I give her full credit for being like, I would, I mean, like, dude, I want to, I don't even want to see a football field. I don't want to see anything related. Like the word football would probably be like the, the last thing I'd want to hear, but yet she's putting herself in a, in rooms and different schools with basically strangers. And so she's, she's, she has, she has a certain sense of vulnerability that she has to, gather the strength from to overcome to be in a situation and your dumb ass wants to pull your Johnson while you talk to her over the phone <laughs> that special idiot are you I mean man. I mean Tucker Tucker <laughs> Tucker need to keep that shit tough man I mean man. that that was just a that's just dumb that and then and then you, you know you're not denying anything and you're saying it's consensual. What exactly was consensual? The phone sex? Or was this over the phone he did this, you said? Yeah, this over the phone. phone. Yeah. So he's saying so, that they that they were having consensual phone sex. Right. So now he says, she said, who thinks going to win that? Win that right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's $80 million that he's owed. That's probably gone. And you're not winning. (laughs) I mean, come on, bro. That's just, there's one less black coach quarterback (laughs) coaching college football now going forward. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hey, let's move on to uh, to picks here. And, I didn't do any 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 favors to help myself. Smoke, eh, you with me, Glenn? You are the lead dog. Three and O last week. Yeah, picks. So we start off. Uh, Smoke and I are both one and two. Uh, Glenn, you took Colorado minus three. Uh, you took Miami with who had a big win uh, on Saturday. Who did they play? Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M, right. Oh, and football, you, football, right, right, yeah. right, right. And you took the Ravens uh, on Sunday. Uh, yeah, that was close. I, it, was, it was scaring me there. You got the Jaguars win. Yeah, lost the Bears. Lost the Bears lost and the Texans. Ravens. And uh, James Madison got the win but did not cover. Uh, over Virginia, I uh, got the Colorado game, and I lost the Vikings, who were uh, minus six over Tampa Bay. So uh, let's move on. Week two, 
And uh, since I was the last one to pick and we are both tied, Smoke, I'm going to go first. And uh, let's see. I'm staying away from college, man, because I lost all my parlays this week. Uh, we're, we're doing a... It's um, it's uh, MGM. Right? Uh, say MGM or Caesars? Caesars. 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 Uh, so I'm going to take I'm going to take the Packers, uh, minus one. Uh, over at uh, yeah, minus they're giving the Falcons one, so I'm going to take the Packers there. Uh, so the Packers. Okay. Yeah. Packers the favorite. Packers are the one point favorite there. Um, I am going to take. Ooh, I'm staying away from that. I was gonna, I was gonna uh, take the Rams over 49ers. I'm staying away from that. That's that's dangerous. Uh I know this is going to change, but it's on the board right now, so I'm gonna take it. Uh, I'm taking the Cowboys minus three over the Jets. It's going to change, but it's what it little, is right now. Might be a little, what it is right now. Might be a little cheating, but hey. <laughs> and uh, and I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take the pay. Excuse me, uh, I'm take the Dolphins minus two over the Patriots. All right, uh, smoke. Who you got? Do one college. I'm gonna do uh Penn State minus 14 over Illinois. That's a good one. You said 14? Yep. Okay. And then I'm going to do I'm also gonna do Cowboys minus three with the Jets. And I'm going to do commanders plus three and a half. Versus the Broncos. You said plus three and a half? Yep. All right. Penn State, Cowboys, Commanders. Gotcha. Glenn, who you got? Well, actually, you guys took two of the ones I wanted. I'm taking uh, Penn State as well. <laughs> Penn State as well. And I'm over in, I don't know, Illinois. And I'm going to take that Cowboys game. Um, man, I'm so tempted to take Tennessee over Florida. Um, but I'm going to stay away from my emotions. <laughs> she, she gets me in trouble. Although I think, I think, I think we'll not be familiar with them. So I'm going to pick a pro game, another pro game. Um, So I guess which is to give me a week, week one odds. Um, you took the Packers, huh? Over the Falcons. I did. Hmm. It's interesting. So I think the Falcons. I think that coach will be up for coach of the year by the time this is all said and done. Um, And I guess stay away from the home teams. Um, I'm going 
you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take one second. I think. Trust him. Don't trust him. Don't trust him. Don't trust him. I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Um, so two and a half, I think. Minus two and a half against the Jaguars. Hmm. Where's that game? In Jacksonville. In Jacksonville. Okay, that's why. All right. Mm -hmm. I was looking at it, but I'm. Stayed away. Don't fools the loss of the Colts to the Chiefs. They should have. They should right. have. Penn the Chiefs State, are gonna be upset. Penn State Cowboys and the Chiefs. Yes, sir. So we're all gonna either be right about one or wrong. Got <laughs> <laughs> <About> it. <laughs> all right, fix her in. That's gonna do it for this week's edition of the EZ Smoke and the GM Podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening. We greatly appreciate it. You can catch our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Uh, you can also catch us at hp53productions.com. Yo, Glenn. Please take us out. Hey, it's like we always say here. We ain't saying and we right, but we sure as hell ain't no Melvin Tucker wrong. <laughs> Actually, we should be laughing about that. That that, that man, that, that's a bad. No, situation. I'm, I'm laughing true. at his. I'm laughing at his idiocy. I'm laughing at him for being a fool. <laughs> Eighty million, she man, like my brother from the wire. <laughs> we'll catch you next week.